This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Zanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. I'm Kevin. I, I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Aaron. I'm Daniel. I'm Daniel. Twice. Twice. He's Daniel. I'm double Daniel. <laughs> Tins in. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, September 14th, and this is episode 73 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Last time, we discovered a strange loom building. We got some flag swag, and uh, we're about to have something interesting happen. So I'm going to let the Dungeon Master catch us up on where we are. So Dungeon Master, you are a go. Following our wonderful train wreck... Uh opening let us proceed into some administrative fun stuff uh mithrin will not be here again this week due to a funeral that he is attending so hopefully he'll be back next week and we will continue from there as Zanatari mentioned in the last episode there was much flag swag the party is now standing outside the seven pillared hall the gates uh, along the main causeway leading into the city and they're standing before a flagpole that is mounted with what appears to be a rather large uh, claymore-sized uh, sword embedded into the top of the flagpole. There is a minotaur escorting the party. His name is apparently Guillermo. And the party has been informed that the sword means that their position was gained through combat of some kind. So the party was left with a final screaming shout from within the city, Guillermo! Guillermo! In a loud female voice. For record's sake, the party is all together. Guillermo the Minotaur spins his head around and... Uh, turns his body and begins to march forcefully back towards the gates. Um, the astute people paying attention would notice that he has apparently unbuckled the uh, clasp holding his sword in place at his side. Emerging from the gate, uh, still, it's still very dark in there, but there is the loud express howl of a wolf in addition to the shouts for this Minotaur. It is a much deeper sounding wolf call, and it sounds quite plainly vicious. Um, emerging from the gate after a moment is a very giant figure, somewhere along the lines of four stories tall, and 
this figure has a layer of skirts pleated, uh, some degree of boots, and is wearing what appears to be an assortment of ill-fitted male armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a helmet that is quite too large for her head, but is positioned in such a way that she can peer out from uh, the opening in the helmet. And she is carrying quite a large sword. And uh, the sword is crackling with energy of some kind. It'd have to, to be big if she's full... You said that she's four stories tall? Yes. Or am I hearing things? No. Nope, she's got an ill-fitting helmet and a large sword. Yep, and the rest of what appears to be sort of like a uh, leather and chain type armor. But oh it's God. it's very badly fitting. Um, in fact, it's, she's... There's no big and tall store fit. here. <laughs> she... It, like, it, when you say ill-fitting, is it like too large for her or is it too small? Uh, or I an guess, assortment. Guess a bit, a bit large. Um, it's built for different body. Yep. You know, it's the uh, probably wearing some manner of male armor. Okay. But sword quite large, and uh, Xanatari, you will distinctly recognize the energy that is crackling up and down this thing as electricity. Okay. Her eyes are a very storm cloudy gray. There's actually energy coming and rippling across those as well. And it is uh, quite the sight to behold. It's actually, you can sort of feel that sort of tension in the air as if uh, a lightning bolt is about to strike or a storm is about to break loose or something, but it's definitely in that in that deep period of a storm where things could get extremely nasty, but they haven't just yet. Feel the hairs on your arms start to raise a little bit. Yes, and you're not sure if that's from proximity to this electricity or just the horror of what it is. And I don't know if my Yankee self has been able to properly say that word yet. <laughs> I have to attempt every single time. It's part of my skill check. Mm. Uh, at her heels is an extremely large wolf, uh, perhaps a dire wolf. For those who were at the herd of sheep, this wolf is even bigger than the one that was at the herd. Okay. It is kitted out with what appears to be some sort of riding harness. It has battle spikes on the harness as well. And this thing is absolutely near rabid with just the anger and the countenance and the hairs on the back of its body. The, you know, the hackles are all standing up. Ears are just it. This thing is pissed is pissed. And about the only thing holding it back, you guesstimate is the fact that this, uh, figure is standing there with it. Okay. And... Urge to pet rising. Hmm? Want to touch wolf. 
Do I touch Wolf? Don't push the, the button. No. The figure is now shouting and screaming at the figure of Guillermo as he moves forward. And she's shouting in very strong, kind of commanding, but also you sense a bit wavering tone um, that something about her having waited a week outside that damn building and how dare he not keep his pledge to you know to let uh, let her know when you know everyone has emerged to the party's knowledge and I'm not going to make a perception check for this You've only been there at the city for far less than a day. Any initial reactions or stuff as far as this figure coming forward? Or from what you've heard from the end of last episode about combat, etc., etc. Is she the same? Go ahead. Oh, is is she the same size as the giant that we saw at the herd? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Roughly, yes. Yes. Taller or shorter? Maybe a little taller. Uh, About the same size, though. Uh, I'd like to roll a perception check to see whether she's wearing a ring. Okay. Ooh. Uh, uh, that's a twenty-four. Yes. She is indeed wearing a ring. (laughs) Is it a wedding ring? Mm, from this distance, you're not quite sure, but uh, it seems to be on the right finger. All right. No okay. further actions. Cesar, Xanatari? She is a giant and not a minotaur. Giants, yes. Okay. And she said him. Yes. Appar- apparently... Guillermo is either well-known or is in the employee or something along these lines, but she knew of him. Okay. I think I would stand back because this is not involving us. This is It doesn't seem Guillermo. to yet. Yeah. Okay. The Minotaur, Guillermo, stops about 20 feet from the giantess. And sort of puts his arms wide uh, away from his hips. He's clearly unbuckled his sword. He has not made a motion to hide that fact. But he has his hands away at the moment. And he offers sort of a a short... mm, Offers kind of like a short little bow. More of a head nod. uh, Kind of the similar nod given before... You all presented money back uh, outside the gates okay. a little while ago. And you can hear in a, in a loud, in a, you know, in a, in a loud reply to her, uh, my lady, you know how the protocols are for the city and for what must be. And you were not uh, in the position where you needed to be alerted to where... Uh, these people are and you know there is not much else that we can do to help you at this point in time 
I do not wish to be rude, and nor does the city wish to to be rude to you, but um, you've always prided, prided yourself on these certain protocols. And, you know, he's kind of got this in the snorty, huffy, uh, kind of minotaur voice that I'm just, you know, not able to do because I'm not congested enough. Um, and she pretty much looks like she wants to strike him down. Do we stop this? Is it an injustice? Are we going to lose our guide? Find out next week. Well, it, it's, it's <laughs> sort of the look on her face is as, as if, if he had taken a glove off. And like slapped her with it. Okay. I think we should interfere. Otherwise, we're going to lose our guide, and then we're not going to know where to go. Um. Um. I I think who's got the highest diplomacy? Because let's face it, I'm not very charismatic. <laughs> well, Cesar's not too interested in diplomatizing. I don't think he has a good diplomacy score anyway. But yeah, for charisma. He has no issue giving up a guide. It seems like there are plenty of Minotaur in the city. and <laughs> There's okay. other cows in the field. Whoa. Actually... Inadvertent racism much? Like just because he's a Minotaur? Oh, there are plenty of cows in the field. I guess that's what you mean, huh? That's huh? pretty much what I said, yeah. Uh, how you feel about me? There are just plenty of wolves in the, in the forest? Is that how you feel? <laughs> I see this plenty... old man. <sighs> plenty of dingoes in the desert. Fair enough. Uh, well, if no one else wants to make a diplomacy check, I would love to make one uh, interrupt to see whether I can help solve the issue. Yes, Thorn helps <sighs> solve so many fights. He, he's just known throughout the region as a peacemaker. I'm rubbing my hands based upon what I'm seeing in the video. Uh, do your ankles I'm, have I'm, I'm, the I'm, diplomacy? I'm, I'm, I'm sensing it begins with an O and ends with an E. Did you just drop your dice? Is bending over your diplomacy? <laughs> Never let me roll charisma rolls ever again. <laughs> um, might as well just be a zero. Uh, I got a one. Oh, great! Yeah, you did. Oh, the critical critical failure. Oh. oh hey guys, I am helping. What is the problem? <laughs> I like candy. Do you Hi. like candy? <laughs> Hi, tall lady. You are fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> very angry. What is the problem? <laughs> Can you shoot that a little doggy out of your butt? Pet, pet, pet. So Thorne has, basi- has, yes. basi- has basically just told a 40-foot uh, giantess to go make him a sandwich. Oh, God. Um, hang on a second. I, I, I'm having a Daffy Duck moment. I'm, just, I'm, I'm seeing my head go inside my body. Thorne? Flexible. Yeah. You start to open your mouth and something comes rolling out in a language that you were not apparently aware that you spoke. But it is akin to something along the lines of perhaps the, one of the greatest swear words and attention getters that the multiverse and perhaps even the inner planes and maybe even one or two neighborhoods of hell in the abyss. <laughs> oh God. Might recognize as what? <laughs> Somewhere along the line, a couple of lantern archons <laughs> up in the celestial heavens had their flames snuffed out. And somewhere 
1986, some little girl somewhere hears this thing, and her dad is not quick enough to put his hands over her ears. And she grows up to be the next member of the Goo Goo Dolls fan tribute band. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've just killed about six orphans, 13 kittens, and uh, just caused world hunger in three countries. You have, you, my, you, you, sir, have, are a fine connoisseur of buttons. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that you have managed to perhaps equal what is happening in CNN right now with all the embassy and consulate burnings. Ouch. And made that look like a non-issue. Okay. The world pacemaker. I'm glad I, everyone, I'm, I'm assuming it's just a stunned silence. Having uttered whatever it is that you have just perhaps seen on some ancient artifact that <laughs> came to mind, uh, perhaps your long-lost love of Daros came through, but there is indeed the stunned silence. Perhaps even the wind has paused amongst the flags. Guillermo turns around with a expression of, I did not understand that, but what the hell? <laughs> the dog... The wolf behind the lady has perhaps heard something so offensive to its ears that it is like beyond the worst dog whistle and charges at you. Hooray! Un- uh, um, largely benounced, though, however, you may perhaps be saved because Fluffy. Intercepts this wolf and jumps on it into, and they sort of start rolling around having a rather large fight. Oh, God. No. No. It is, however, in short order discovered that you don't bring a spider to a wolf fight. And Fluffy is not only decapitated, but is ripped segment to segment into shreds. I'm actually really sad. <laughs> All right. All right, Fluffy. <laughs> I've actually, I've actually got tears. This is bad. It is bad. All right. Yeah, I was actually really attached to that spider. Alright, um, yeah, moving on. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy stupid. Alright, yeah. It's Let's it's go. it's actually it's actually not crazy stupid, but um you can console yourself <laughs> to know that eventually where you guys are hopefully heading to, there's probably many more many more spiders to be had. But mm, that, that compare to fluffy. Well, I don't know. You said the same about uh, other things before, and what's his name? Steve. Steve. Uh, let's face it, though. I haven't I haven't tamed another goblin since then, have I? No, but um, <laughs> you do have to sort of wow emotion. You, 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 you do have to sort of realize, though, that normally Fluffy, you've had to be buckled into the harness for him to do anything for you, and this mm. is actually Fluffy responding of its own free will. In putting itself in its path. Fluffy loved you. He loved me. So. 
Is the wolf still going for Thorn? No, uh, it is occupied with uh, Fluffy at the moment. Okay. What is the large giantess doing? She is absolutely stunned for a moment um, and points a finger towards the party. And then points, she seems to be, it's a mix between the party and the flagpole. And she screams towards them. Killers. There they are. I want to respond. She's a murderer. She sicked my wolf on my spider. It's unfounded, but still. Before you were able to say anything. Damn it. And as you were saying it, Guillermo shouts back at her. That they may be. But they are citizens. Which nearly causes the giantess to shudder and shake. And there is an explosion of light probably 20 feet from the party in the direction that she is pointing. So you're just saying she was blowing off steam or she was trying to hit us? Probably thought that she was trying to hit, but um, what Guillermo said apparently stunned her enough that threw off aim. Okay. I am going to do a storm surge, if I may roll and okay. do. It's, let's see here. I don't even have to roll for this, actually. It's a minor action. Mm-hmm. Um, I will target the area right in front of the giantess. And where's the wolf, like, in comparison to her? Mm, halfway between you and uh, her. And is it still... I mean, did it, after it killed Fluffy, did it just stand there, or what is it doing? It's it's winding down on its kill frenzy of Fluffy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use Storm Surge. Lightning will dance along my weapon, and I'm going to uh, use the lightning aspect of that and uh, try to make lightning strike close to her, but not, like, close enough to hit her, just as a warning um, to pay attention. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. It's a minor, so... Okay. But go Uh, ahead and describe it as you wish. I would raise my short sword, uh, look up to the sky, and wait for the clouds to quickly form, striking my short sword and reflecting back onto the ground in front of her. Okay. And she screams back in the stun. It's like the the helmet is just kind of wobbling all over the place. It you know she she is just shaking now. Have they even? Are they vampires? Did they manage to even steal the power? What is this? I'm gonna yell really loud to everyone, and I'm gonna scream. Be quiet and try to stun her into shutting up and listening to what we have to say. You sense that you have probably enough to start about maybe two sentences before she potentially charges, so I would make those two sentences, your starting argument, uh, quite strong. Okay. Before I speak, I would turn and hold my hand out to Thorn, basically 
giving him like a little mental nudge, give me the ring. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would say uh, to okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll I'll give you the ring that I apparently have. The one that says it's got the legit one. The one that you saw when he took it when I knocked myself out after oh, falling off. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And I, and I think Xanatari knows that. I do know that. I just forgot. My character knows it. Do you want me to... Can I change it to Cesar? Because I know he switched it and stole it and I didn't say anything about it at the time. I just forgot that he had it. Sure, if you want. Yeah, I would rather look to Cesar and do the same thing. Like, Cesar, give it to me. Cesar gives it to her. <laughs> Alright. And then I would look at her, I would hold up the ring, and I would say, We found him dead. We brought his flag. We brought the ring. That's two sentences, right? There's... Use the common one. There's there's a pause and sort of a low growl from the wolf as it reacquires the party and kind of... I'd like to growl back at the wolf. Okay. If I may. Go ahead. Are you in human form or razor claw? I will shift for this. Okay. Which is a minor action. Okay. Oh, hold on. Wait. No. Uh, I use not razor claw shifting um, because that turns me more werewolfy. I will actually use body of the wolf, which is an at will minor action. All right. And what are you attempting to convey in your growl back? Hey baby, do uh <laughs> really? That's inappropriate. My my best friend just died. Come on, come on. Right. Really. I love the spider. No, it's dead. Sorry. So um yeah, uh, a challenge, a challenge. He said, you know, uh, I'd like to convey the fact that he just killed a member of my pack, and I want vengeance. The snarling response that you get from the wolf is that this one death does not equal the two that you have caused. Um, I will respond with the fact that um, I haven't killed any people of recent. <laughs> that you would be interested in. <laughs> that, yeah, that I would be interested in. Um, you know, that there was nothing to gain from them from their deaths, so why would I? I'm not a cold-blooded killer. The giantess, having heard what Xantari said, and then the not understanding, but seeing the shift, and then the um, the exchange between the two the two wolves, um, seems like she is about to lose her mind. They've even managed to possess the form of the wolf. That body, that, and she, she sobs out something, was killed by tiny weapons such as yours. I would say to her, who was with us of the Minotaurs when we came in and they were shooting at the, what were they, orcs? Yes. Who was with us? Anyone around? Was a Guillermo there? Uh, Guillermo might have been around. He wasn't one of the ones that you direct distinctly remember because the other ones never talked. Okay. I would yell at her and say, 
orcs killed him, if you bothered to listen and check the facts before exploding, you might know this. I've had a week to check all the facts. Then you can't Tiny. recognize a weapon. Because there were orc weapons. Maybe your giant eyes can't see tiny things. <laughs> oh, wait. Guillermo holds out a hand towards her. You know the protocol of the city. What they say happens. They were chased here by a horde of orcs. We defended the city as we do. What they say they brought, they brought. And she snarls at them. But they are citizens. If they are citizens, then it is on the back backs of honest labor. And What business is it of yours? You have taken my space, my living, and our life. She sort of hisses and snarls out and points towards the flagpole. So what we're you were given that space. Yeah. You dared kill my that. family for tribute and conquest. And you show it with his penknife mounted upon the flagpole. That's a bad thought. The what? flagpole which has been in our families for generations more than your race has been around. Penknife? Does anyone know what that's about? Penknife. There was the, a blade uh, the on top of the... Oh. There's the claymore on top of the flagpole. To you, it looks very big. To them, it'd probably be like a little mini, you know? Maybe like a small one of the jackknife. Okay. okay. You brought their you brought the flag back and claimed it in tribute. And she's stealing up the weapons again and you know, it's she's like one one degree from either breaking down into just an emotional sob where, you know, just like gotta take the breath. Or She's going to full-on commit and charge. I would say killing us won't bring him back, and directing your anger at us is unfair. You know who killed him, and it wasn't us. There's almost a stunned silence again, as if um, fleas are talking to the dog, as it were. Um, but you brought the flag back. You knew you coveted. You planned. Alright, you said, does anyone want to do what? A perception or arcane check. I'll I will do roll. an arcane check. Go for perception. it. Perception. Okay. Uh, not much better. I got an 8 thing. Okay. Uh, sorry. I have to actually sit up for this. Plus 14. 18. Okay. Arcana. There is, she is muttering under her breath during what to the others is a stunned silence. There appears to be some sort of truth spell or seeking spell that is being cast. 
Isn't that a little bit ironic? A seeker from her. Well cast a seeker. Hmm. She's casting, or it's cast on her. She's casting. Okay, I would step forward and raise my arms. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, are you holding the ring out, or are you holding it? Uh... No, I just I'm just kind of like bring it. <laughs> I've got the ring, and I'm just gonna Come bring it. Come at me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, What's what's the opposite of a bro, sis? Come at me, sis. <laughs> I'm waiting for her to cast the spell. Okay. The spell is cast, and the wolf spies what you have in your hands, and gives quite the howl, sort of the classic wolf pose howl, standing on the whatever thing to towards the sky. And if I roll a 18 versus everyone's will. You would not succeed. Not succeed. Not succeed. Okay. It is what sounds like one of the saddest sounds you've perhaps heard, but there's no other effect to it. And... There is a change in countenance as the spell is cast, and you can almost see um, under the armor and everything the giantess looking older at the last syllable. It appears that her actual oh, she's using her face and to everything. Power it. Um, she's looking much older, as if she has gone from. Maybe 50s to 60s. The equivalent they're in. And she falls to her knees. But does not uh, drop. I steady myself because it'll be quite a drop. Hmm? Well, if she's dropping to my knees and you can <clears throat> quite imagine, oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's going to be a bit of force. So yeah. I steady myself before she falls to her knees. Mm hmm. She manages to steady herself, but it is not a... It's not like she was taken by a sudden weakness um, from the spell, but there's an emotional bit to this as now that she has had so much conjecture and this apparent week, which she keeps talking about, of investigating or whatever, you know, use your air quotes appropriately as you want, to actually encounter the group and whatever this spell or magic has told her, um, Cesar's really going to be the only one at this point that knows what's going on in terms of that. But you've, Sanitari, you know, for, for what you've described, let's say you've heard a couple muttering syllables here or there or whatever and, and so forth. But she drops and keeps the weapon at her side. It does not hit the ground. It does not go anywhere near the ground. You know, it is held with a certain reverence and respect. Um, in fact, the she tries to um, move the armor so that it is not uh, dug under her knees into the dirt. And you hear her utter, I have been laid low. Aww. 
there wasn't that as much uh, as much enthusiasm. It's a sad day for everyone. It is a sad day. Yeah, Sucks. I know what Cesar lost his ring. I know. <laughs> Ugh, how terrible for you. I know. I'm waiting to see what she does now. You can see that she is attempting to maintain a sense of composure. The wolf has turned and started heading back towards her, and you can sort of see it slinking along as if both concerned, but also maybe a bit weary, wary of the fact that it, you know, she's still armed and not liable to know what it was. There was a shared sense of rage, and now there seems to be a very shared sense of sadness and sorrow that is underneath the, um, the whole exchange. I'm going to suggest Guillermo takes her away so she can be consoled and rest. Guillermo looks, your, looks at you and then looks at the rest of the party and begins to move towards her and she holds out a hand and she goes, Guillermo, there has been many wrongs this week in two days. Many wrongs indeed. Though I am no longer a citizen, I still have my flag. There is the law within the city, and though I am no longer able to partake of the law, I mean of the city, I will obey in the end the law. I give my flag to hang under that of these and she says something and the rough equivalent that you get is it, it's some sort of word for what she calls the little people and she goes I have lost all but and she points to the flagpole. That must change. It was not by combat. And Guillermo looks back towards the party, and he seems a little surprised. As if First clerical error in like the last 300 years? Something along those lines, yes. It seems to be quite the thing. Um... You can't necessarily tell if your reputation has gotten better with Guillermo, or maybe he's just a bloodthirsty killer, and now you're, he's been assigned the wrong group to lead around, and <laughs> you know you're going to have some clashes. But um, he sees Xanatari standing out in sort of the "come get some" challenge, and waves her over. I would go close enough to hear what he has to say, but not within his reach. Guillermo reaches at his side um, where he has a satchel and a uh, rather large one. You realize there is a bit of magic to this thing because when he pulls the flag from it, you realize that it is far larger than the bag that it came out of. And he hands it towards you. And he looks at her and he goes, Are you sure? To which the giantess responds, yes, adjudicate. 
Guillermo turns his back entirely on the giantess and the wolf and approaches Anatari at the last couple of feet, stopping approximately three feet from her. And he nods. You have been found to be guilty of having been accused of an act which you did not commit. <laughs> That's a roundabout That's a, way. <laughs> you have not. You've been found guilty. <laughs> you are guilty being... of being innocent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know whatever this rum and coke is doing, whatever. <laughs> I pretty much, pretty much saying the you know the party has been found for whatever its original state, it is found to be guilty in a sense of not being cold-blooded killers. Hurrah. With, <laughs> with the level of protocol that seems to go around this city at this point in time, that's some pretty big, deep shit. Um, in lack of a better term. a good way or a bad way? It seems to be, in your case, a good way, because she has ruled, been, there's, there's something that has gone here. There's, she said a couple things, but there is suddenly as if the entire city has stopped again. This is, one, the clerical error, is, as Thorne said, you know, the first clerical error in 300 years. But this is an adjudication of an immensely powerful species versus humans of some kind. Okay. You know, this is suddenly like, oh, that ant colony you kicked over, they really aren't actually the ones that are messing up your kitchen right now. Oops, sorry. Mm. You know, yeah, it's kind of like, wow. The ants won't run. They're going to be able to lay those spaceships. <laughs> The lady has surrendered all unto your trading house. All. All all what? All. We're rich. Doesn't matter. We can clean our clothing. I call the big what? sword. <laughs> okay, so is he offering the flag? Offers the flag. And it says, should you wish to fly it, fly it under your own. And we shall see about the small, and he sort of looks up towards the top, error. And you can sort of see that Guillermo is not the sort that likes errors. So the penknife means we won it through combat, and that's why it's on our flagpole, which it shouldn't be, Guillermo. Then he nods. And you can sort of see this itch getting very much under his skin. You know, he's... There's going to be repercussions of, on a lot of levels. Mm -hmm. And you would sort of get the impression from Guillermo that right now he would sort of like to be able to point to somebody else. Because you remember when you all first arrived at the city, one of the other Minotaurs got gored to death for daring to, right? you know, do something. So, yeah, this is sort of the 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 thing. Someone's going to get force choked. Yeah. Yeah. I would take the flag 
and I would nod to him and I would bow to the giantess and bring it back to Thorn and I would hand it to Thorn. And then I would try to make some space around uh, the area that we are. Uh, I think there's enough, how much space between the Fluffy and the giantess? About 200 feet. Okay. And I would draw a circle in the ground around Fluffy and gather what the larger remains of his are together into mm -hmm. one area. Mm -hmm. And I would like to roll for resurrection. Okay, and what are you going to roll? Let's see. It's a daily standard, so I don't know if I have to roll anything. There's no dice listed on it. It says, one Is creature that died no more than 24 hours ago. Okay, and that's a power that you have? Yes. It's a daily. Okay. Read, read, read the whole thing. I'm interested. With the power of the gods at your command, not even death is a barrier to your quest. Divine healing. It says I must use this power at the end of an extended rest. I don't know if we have extended rested. The target's restored to life with full hit points and healing surges. The target takes minus one penalty to attack rolls, skill checks, ability checks, and saving throws until it's reached three milestones or taken three extended rests. Okay. Let's take, um... Let's take it as you guys have had an extended rest, because obviously there's a little time wonkiness perhaps going on here. How long have we been in the city? Two days? One day? For what you less perceive to be as less than a day. Okay. For what she was saying, it's been a week. Oh, okay. Xanatari. Your deity works in unpredictable ways at times. Sometimes he is a vengeful deity. But sometimes there are laws of nature which can sometimes best even the greatest deity. In this case, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Having drawn your circle and begun the ritual for resurrecting Fluffy, you begin to feel your magic take hold. You can feel that there is the conduit that is opened up between you and whatever realm your, your deity resides upon. You can feel your goals and aims for what you are attempting to do. You can feel the correctness of purpose. You are using, you know, Thorn's anguish as an anchor. You know, I was going to suck the life out of the wolf, but go ahead. What you... <laughs> that would make me very happy. <laughs> Wait, no, that was Thorn! Shit! <laughs> <laughs> what you are doing is all correct. And you feel what is suddenly this massive force of energy pass through you. And it is something old and ancient. Something that you cannot perhaps put a sense of time to, but something rich in tradition and history and memories. Mm, memories. Pretty much what you see flash before you is the life from a perspective of 40 feet or more. Okay, so I'm getting Fluffy's kind of five-second flashback at the end. No, you seem to be getting 
a flashback from a giant. Uh, can I tell if this is female or male, by the way, from the pictures and images I'm getting? Female. Oh, great. Cool, we're killing the giant. The... The feeling that you get is that the energy is being pushed and not stripped. There's not sort of like if you're if you're pulling taffy, you get sort of that resistance, and there's still those little strings that stick together until it's fully apart. Mm-hmm. This is sort of the entire thing is given. Okay. And for you, time sort of does this weird dilation thing where you're able to see all this. For everybody else, Fluffy gets hit by a damn huge, big bolt of multicolored light. Oh, God, I can't get any worse. So it's sort of <laughs> like... It's like, like, been dismembered. It really won't get worse. It's, 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 it's a sort fabulous of like, cremation. It's fabulous. It's sort of like the giant multicolored disco ball drops from the sky right on top of where Fluffy's form is. So the gods of the disco are, uh, are just desecrating my, my dead spiders. Oh, God. Oh, God. However, the humanity. Yes. The energy hits, and the form that is Fluffy doesn't change. In fact, it sort of looks like Fluffy's been carbonized, not not like the Han Solo carbonized, but okay. <laughs> like like the burger like... char charcoal okay. kind yeah. of there there's just this boom and fossilized sort of charcoal type type thing. Mhm. But it smells from like this, wet dog from this mass as the giantess and those who may be looking in that direction see her face at peace falls to the ground. The from the mass that was fluffy, a spider leg comes out of the side of it. Out of the giant? No, out of the oh, uh, the oh, where fluffy was. There's like yeah. you know char- charcoal fluffy. Out of yeah. charcoal fluffy. It's like Ghostbusters at the end when Dana comes out. You know. Yes. Is it a little tiny spider? No. No, it's actually, it, it's just, you don't expect to see a leg come out of that spark. But um, it is soon joined by a couple others, and um, soon you can sort of see Fluffy trying to dig himself out of, out of what, you know, might be a, uh, a pit or something. Um you know, but it takes some, you know, a minute or two to to get out and kind of shake itself off. I'm over the moon. I rolled to say how over the moon I am. Roll a one. I am eleven times over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're back. Cool. Whatever. No, 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 roll another. What is your alignment? Um, I am neutral good. Okay. You sort of feel your by your actions. You feel yourself given sort of maybe a slight greater nudge towards 
maybe a little less neutral, maybe a little more good. Really? I thought I was totally going to take a hit from that, but okay. There's argument to be had, but you you have stood your ground as you have at this point in time. You've not been afraid to kill in the past, but you did something in this case that was good for a friend that you don't necessarily fully trust in the face of great danger. So you sort of did more of what was right versus what was in revenge. Well, I feel bad that I didn't use it on the giant, but it didn't occur to me at the time. I wasn't even aware that you had the um, the ability on your sheet, to be honest with you. So, Of course I was aware. I read my sheet every time. I'm very familiar with my character. <laughs> um, but anyways, that, that is, that's good. So in this case, even though, you know, you would have been like, Zot the wolf. If I had to choose, I mean, if life had to come from somebody, I would have chosen the wolf. I think it's reciprocal and fair. But she chose to do that. I couldn't stop her. So. Right. I would turn to Guillermo and I would point to him and to the dead giantess and say that her burial should be paid for by the city because you owe her blood price. And there's there's a long a long moment of pause and there's almost sort of a I don't know how you could say that a minotaur would smirk it's almost as if you have been here before we're just learning very fast I'm just pissed and Guillermo bows and backs away okay I would go back to the party you, as you walk away, the, um, the wolf, you realize, hasn't moved for a while. And that, too, falls over. Is it dead? Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> oh, is it dead? It would appear to be. Okay, I doesn't uh-huh. necessarily mean it is. I want to roll perception. Hey, Cesar, you want to? I'm like totally taking over your time. Go do something, Cesar, with your gadgets, car man. <laughs> I think it makes sense that Xanatar is taking over. That that's pretty kind of kind of pretty completely epic. Right. So I'll roll perception then, because I want to be sure he's dead. And if not, I want to pet. <laughs> Healing probably makes more sense. Yeah, let's see. What is my perception? 26. You see, perhaps, that there is life no more on this present plane for the the wolf. As your link, though, persists with your deity's realm for the fractions of moments longer, you see what appears to be a gateway that stands open. Do I have an idea what the significance of this gateway is? It bears the mark of your deity. Can I open the gateway? The gateway is open, and you see what appear to be two large forms and two wolves. 
Van Helsing ending. This is hmm? the Van Helsing ending, isn't it? It's Jared? either the it's it's either the Van Helsing ending or it's your own brain or it's just something going on. Okay. Okay. I would look at them and you said there's two figures, it's a wolf, two wolves? Two two wolves and two two figures. Okay. I would bid them well and gesture in a in a way that lets them know uh, you know okay. farewell. There is, however, no joining this as the portal vanishes as you hear what is the sound of like a gurk and a thudding into the dirt as Guillermo falls also to the ground <laughs> what? And, then, and then everyone in the city <laughs> falls to the this ground <laughs> Okay, I overshot the spell. <laughs> I appreciate the gesture, but I'd like to have people left to talk to. If there is a lot Couldn't of you have passed on the message about the burial first? <laughs> you probably figure that the, the city's gotten, you know, gotten word, but there's a large arterial spray, a shutter, and Guillermo does Arterial not spray? That's a little yes. less mystical. <laughs> that that's quite violent. Yes. Jesus, for a mis- for for what? For a resurrection spell? Are uh, you like sending out mystical razors to take their blood? Like, their blood? <laughs> is the there go? like a weapon? What would hit him for this arterial Cesar would like to make a perception check. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And draw his weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um, you'd actually have to wind up getting closer to where he's at um, to make a, a full better check. But if you want to from where you're at, um, go ahead. Let's see if I can get a natural 20 on this. <coughs> can you no, roll in that, that car? A, that was a 2, so 16. What? What are you talking? What do you say about you my car? Can you roll in the car while you're like... I do all my... I have no idea where my dice are. <laughs> and all the you don't know what years. I can do in a car. No, the, the 50 times that I've moved in the past two years, I have no idea where my dice are, so I've always been rolling digitally. Oh, okay. We, know, we know what you did in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, uh, so, so 16. Not good. You don't see any sort of figures leaping towards the down form of Guillermo or the giantess from where you were at. If you want more data, approach. He had a stupid uh, name. He should have died. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro is no more. That oh, is that where you got? That's horrible. We went over this. That's, I missed. We did that. go over this. I thought it was Guillermo, Guillermo the Bull. It's you know my little my little play on the Minotaurs. Okay. I gotta have I gotta have I gotta have it somewhere. It was a necessary mm. point. Cesar. Huh. Are you? What are you mm-hmm. gonna do? You got info. Do you want to go closer? Because you have to be closer if you want to see something. Apparently. Old man eyes. Approach! Cesar does. Okay. Uh, you say that you have your weapon drawn? Cautiously yet quickly, okay. looking around for source of attack. Ninja. Okay. Cautiously yet quickly, keeping an eye out for sources of attack. Yep. Okay. Um, 
you get up close and you are able to see that you can see that his sword that he un- had unsheathed uh, is is not in the sheath, and it appears that he has cut out his own throat using his sword and then uh, expired with it. You know, These sort of like a crossway. Yeah. All that to get out of paying for a funeral. Seriously. No, no. I think I think you're still going to get the funeral paid for, but uh, there was a lot of adjudicating to be done. But Cesar, uh, that's what you find, is that uh, he apparently offed himself. Cesar sighs, sheathes his book bow. Okay. We might as well um, take the meat off him so he can survive. Oh, God. I am skinning the wolf, though. <laughs> I'm going to start collecting. Okay. Um, I'm going to run over and embrace my new spider, or my old new spider, new old spider, the adventures of... all over you. Old- New the new adventures of old new Christine <laughs> called <Stop. Poppy. laughs> Sponsor TV show. It was a journey of long verbs and adjectives that Thorn took <laughs> along with my master to discover the mystical fluffy, swear word. Still fluffy. <laughs> That's what we're calling this episode, the mystical swear word. Thank the, you. The swear word that basically Killed my mount and best friend. This swear word around the world, or heard around the city. Thorn invents the beep. <laughs> yeah, the sensor, the sensor button for um for day and day. It's been done. We're just gonna have it be the title's just gonna be hashtag hashtag beep. <laughs> you know, uh, at least at least it wasn't uh, you know something that you could read or was sight. Otherwise, it'd be redacted and we'd all be blind. <laughs> I could probably invent such a word. Redacted is uh, when you have um, the black bar over. Uh Yeah, I know, but I think I could invent such a nonsensical word that it could actually be used as a filler for the swear word. It could be about 24 letters long. So, Antari, you're going to start to skin this thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's classless, but I'm going to. Okay. Um... Not really paying much attention unless, uh, Cesar, what are you up to? Um, being disgusted with ritual suicide. Okay. Hey, Cesar, what you doing? Oh, Oh, just being disgusted with ritual suicide. You? (laughs) Uh, not much. This is a fluffy, you cute little spider thingy. That's right. The you are hungry. Thorn, by the way, you will you will find that every mark and uh, pack and everything that is uh, supposed to be there, um, you'll have to reattach things to Fluffy, but you will find <laughs> actually that it is Fluffy. <laughs> Where does this part go? Why is there always a part left over? Why? Um, but as far <laughs> the as the riding, off when his leg came apart. <laughs> but the, the riding harness and stuff, you'll have to reattach and all that good stuff. Alright. The flag, unbeknownst to the party because they are busy doing other things and their attention is focused or otherwise being disgusted with ritual suicide, <laughs> um, begins to move. And it's sort of in a manner like you're watching film go backwards. It is either picked up or moves of its own accord 
to the position of half mast on your flagpole. So how it looks like it was it was at the flag, and then if like if it had kind of fluttered to the ground and someone had picked it up, folded it, and then put it back down, mm-hmm. it's the reverse of that. Tricky. Um, but you now have the flag is also shrunken to some degree, and is approximately uh, a quarter smaller than the size of. Your existing flag for the party. And with that, take us out. And as usual, a reminder that Death Before Dishonor is supported entirely by listener donations. If you go to deathbeforedishonor.com and look at the right side of the page, you will see various buttons uh, with different denominations, or you can choose your own, to help support the running of the site and the basic paying for hosting and things that keep the site up for you. So I would encourage you to do that, and thank you to those who do, so we can continue to do this every week. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at supernumberone.libson.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure. And I would encourage you to go to iTunes and leave us a review if you like the show. Click the stars. And just a reminder that Death Before Dishonor is entirely supported by listener donations. So if you want to go to the website, there are buttons to click. And stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? Daniel God is. damn it, Daniel. <laughs> Shh. Thorn is. Like, no notice. No, Thorn. I'm looking for something. Thorn, there, there, are, there are both in a China shop, and we can't hear anything else aside from you. I'm, I'm trying to find something important. Trust me. That, that was to that metaphor in this town. That, that zipper bag, uh, by the way, was the sound of a zippered bag and not his actual zipper that he is looking for. Oh, please. As far you know. <laughs> and there go the pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually it's Cesar that does that. He's in the well, car, he can't get to him. You know, he's he's in yeah, he's in the car. I've got a I've sort of got a cover for everyone today. Don't worry, we can we can wait. Sure. No, no, no there's no need to wait. Oh, no, there's Good there's reason God, to wait. No, there's no I can listen. I'm Jeez Louise, Mother The other Mary. people can't. It's, it sounds like a herd of kids at a Justin Bieber concert. I don't know what that sounds like, and I'm worried that you do. Well, I'm imagining. Um, yeah, I'm sure you have a very vivid imagination. <coughs> D4, always professional. Welcome to the stream. Anybody so in the professional. Rabbit. All the professional. Mm. Hi, Rabbit.
That way there's going to be editing. May I continue? <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> wasn't stopping you. <laughs> Don't let us interrupt your cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> did, you unplu- uh, did you unplug the telly? Actually, I didn't. <laughs> Just Should wait I go a do second. that now? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go climb in the driver's seat and go drag racing, okay? Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> can you beat the horn a few times? How about that? <laughs> Children. <laughs> thought I got a break from that once I put Archer to bed at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Welcome to here. You should know better. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you stole a podcast. Any, any power sanding or vacuuming you want to do right now? Well, now that you mention it, I do want to put up some shelves. Stop! <laughs> I actually wanted to go and build an extension to my room. So I'll do that now? Yeah? Okay. Let's go. Mm.